What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 35. Uh, a lot of stuff since we last spoke with each other. I know I'm just the one that does the talking, but uh, a lot of stuff's going on since uh, I've last put out an episode. I know my last episode was about uh, Chris Mack being announced. Uh, since then, he has done his press conference, and I love everything that I heard from that. Um, I put out a blog post talking about some of the recruits that he has uh, already started recruiting. Uh, and to be honest with you, I'm happy with that. Uh, I'm looking for some more recruits that I, or looking at some more recruits that I've heard about um, that I'll update a little bit on today. Uh, but overall, just hopping right into it, I mean, you think about kind of the things that he went into, inviting the old players, old Denny players, to come to the press conference, uh, something that the last regime didn't do, uh, said they would at the beginning, and then it was absolutely not done. Uh, and not only inviting them, but calling them out in a good way, saying, you know, this was, you know, playing against Purvis, playing against this, playing against that, and just saying all the right things and, and everything like that. I, I, I loved Mac before, and I love him even more after hearing the press conference. So, um, after you know, after that, you know, you hear of him offering a lot of players. Uh, if you go to my blog, I shared it on my on my uh, page the other day. Um, he offered he offered a crap ton of people. Uh, Thirteen recruits is what it was up to the other day. Uh, I know it's up to more. Uh, we're looking at two more grad transfers. Uh, one of them is we actually played against this year in Albany. Uh, he played for Albany. His name is uh, Joe Cremo, I think is what his name was. Uh, he averaged, I think, around 17 points. He is a guard. Uh, to me, I, I kind of wish Louisville would be looking more towards the uh, a big. I think we really, really, really need a big. Uh, with losing, with something I'm going to talk about today, with with us losing Ray, um, who committed today to go into the draft, uh, hired an agent, and I wish him the best of luck. I, I can, I can't, ex- I can't say how excited I am for him. I hope he, I hope he goes to the NBA and kills it. I really do, um, and I think he can. I, I really do think that that he can. Uh, I think he has a good skill set. I think he's got good size. Uh, pretty much everything that an NBA team is looking for. And I know he's a junior, but, I mean, I still don't think he's very old. I mean, it makes you about 21 maybe. So coming into the league at 21, he still has a lot to learn. And just how much he's improved in the three years he's been here, I mean, that says a lot, especially with a lot of the turmoil that's happened since he's been here. Uh, He came the year after we missed the tournament. Uh, Or, I'm sorry, no, his freshman year – we did miss the tournament. Then we went to the tournament, lost to Michigan, and then this year we missed the tournament, went to the NIT with a uh, with a interim coach. So there's a lot of stuff that went on while he was here, and I just I don't know. I hope that he can uh, I hope that he can do well on the next level. And to be honest with you, I think with his work ethic, I think he will do well on the next level. Uh, the some of the there's a lot of grad transfers this year just like there is every year you kind of wonder how many of them are actually going to make a jump to somebody though and and actually go and play and even if they do 
who are the ones that are going to make a difference. You know what I mean? Uh, so another one that we are going after is Zach Johnson, uh, who played for Florida Gulf Coast. I don't know how many of you all – I, I kind of watched them a little bit just because uh, – you know, you always see them on TV since that tournament run they had a few years ago. And uh, I believe they were down 27 or so, and he was one of the big factors in them coming back in, that, in their uh, in their game towards the end of the season. Uh, Duke could fill it up. And I was uh, reading something today. Uh, he's talking about the interest that he's had from a lot of schools, but uh, – He's very, very interested in coming to Louisville. Uh, he definitely exudes some confidence in some of the things he's saying. So, I don't know. Joe Cremo was the other one. Uh, was the kid from Albany. Uh, Zach Johnson, 6'2 guard, who is from, uh, like I said, Florida Gulf Coast. Average about 17 a game, but can score at will. Which is something I think we'll need with losing Ray. And something that I heard today on the radio, I had Jeff Goodman on uh, uh, one of the radio stations today, uh, 93.9, and he had a quote that really stuck out to me where he said, uh, you know, Coach Mack came into Louisville knowing that he was going to for sure lose Ray and Dang. I mean, I think Dang might be gone, but I didn't realize that Chris Mack was already thinking for sure that this was going to happen. Uh, very surprising to me. Uh, I don't know. I thought he would kind of test the water, see what it is. If he comes back and buys in, I would love to have Dingadale come play for this team. I mean, it gives you another score. I, I like I said though, he's got to buy in, which the past last year he did not. He definitely didn't buy in. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I hope we can get Zach Johnson. It seemed. Like, there was a lot of interest in one of the articles that I read today, so keep an eye out on that one. Um, I know I brought up on one of my, in that blog post that Louisville was going after uh, Romeo. All signs that I've seen say no, uh, nothing's going to change. Still going to stick with those three. Uh, I really hope he doesn't go to Kansas. I don't I don't want to see him go to Kansas at all. Um uh, if I had to guess, I would say Indiana. That's that's again. That's just my guess. I have no inside sources or anything like that. It's just, just my guess. I would say Indiana is is going to land the services of Romeo because if you think about all the, it seems like all the times where you think, okay, yeah, I know where he's going to go, it ends up being something different. So, uh, I know you are probably thinking, like, I can't believe he's starting an episode the day after the national championship and went into talking about something else. But today was a pretty big day with a lot of the things uh, that's going on here in Louisville. But uh, before I go into more Louisville stuff, I, w I am going to go into uh, talking about that game last night. Probably one of the most boring games as far as national championship games goes. But it was good, good to see Villanova win. I don't like Michigan. So I've just come to the, come to the conclusion that I don't like a lot of the Big Ten. I'll just leave it that way. I'll let you guys. I'll let your all's mind wander on who is the actual team, team or teams that I actually don't mind or whatever in the Big Ten. Uh, but you know, it started out. Michigan was clogging the lane, 
and and you know guarding getting to shooters and everything like that and made Villanova really struggle there for like the first first ten minutes of the first half and then you know Villanova Villanova stayed within seven five to seven points and then cut it to two. I walked in the other room to get something to drink and go to the bathroom real quick. Come back in and they're up eight points and I was like, all right, well that changed pretty quick. So then. You know, you watch the end of the half. I think they end up going went, going into the half uh, up nine, and you know, came out in the second half and just completely blew the doors off of Michigan. Uh, Michigan went on a little bit of a run uh, right there when um, right there when uh, Brunson got his fourth foul, which was about twelve minutes left, and then it was uh, Dante's Inferno. Dante Divincenzo just absolutely went off. Uh, he had 18 in the first half, which carried them through in the first half, and then started out about the first eight or nine minutes of the, the second half, hadn't scored, and then scored 11 straight. It's like, all right, man, I hear you. Go ahead and go off then. And then, but it was weird that something that they kept bringing up, and it was a good point. You know, as well as he shoots and as well as he scores, he can't shoot free throws very well, which is very surprising for a guard of his stature to shoot 71% from the free throw line. Um, it, it goes back to that. You know, the big thing with free throws is they always say they're uh, most of free throws is a mental thing. And I've always agreed with it, but I think that that shows it even more with a shooter that's that good goes to the free throw line and does not shoot the ball well. So, uh, again, Nova absolutely puts it on Michigan. Uh, I was happy about it. Uh, I honestly didn't even stay up. As soon as the game went off, I turned it off. I didn't even stay up for. Uh, one shining moment. Uh, normally I do, but I went ahead and went to sleep. And but I did record it though. I did record it, so I will give it. A, I, I will give it a. I will check it out. I'll say because um, one shining moment is always great. Um, so, uh, like I said, Villanova did win. Final, final score was. Uh, it was a seventy-nine to sixty-two. Uh, just, I think Michigan got it within like ten or eleven, and that was when Divincenzo went off and just kind of took over the game. But uh, I am going to look at something or talk about something else. ESPN uh, is already releasing their uh, way too early top twenty-five for next season, which I know people are like, "Who cares?" Blah blah. blah. I'm always a sucker for these. I can't lie to you. Um, they have Kansas at one, uh, Duke at two, which is surprising with how much with how much they're losing. But then again, you think about arguably the best recruiting class of all time, uh, Villanova at three, uh, Kentucky at four, Auburn at five, uh, Gonzaga at six, Virginia at seven, Tennessee at eight, North Carolina at nine, Nevada at ten, which I. I don't know. I it just depends on what the Martin twins do. Uh, it, I mean they they do have if they all come back the Caleb Jordan Caleb Martin Cody Martin and Jordan Caroline their top three scorers are all underclassmen. So I mean they could come back for sure. Uh, but I don't know. I see at least one of the Martin twins leaving, if not both, if not both of them. Uh, checking in at seventeen though is the. Loyola Chicago Ramblers. Uh, they do have Crutwig back, and they do have Towns and Cluster back. 
So, I mean, don't don't sleep on the Ramblers again next season. They could still be back there. Um, scrolling through here, Purdue 24, Oregon 25. I don't see Wolf on here. Uh, I did hear, uh, I believe it was the AP poll that was released for next season already, and they had Louisville at 12. I was very surprised, but, hey, I'll take it. I think I've been one that has said uh, if we keep everybody in the fold of the players that we think are going to have back, that's excluding Dang and Ray, and then we get a couple good grad transfers, this team could be solid. Um, I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know, Louisville's going to be terrible next year. I don't know where those people are getting that. Uh, I really don't. I think I think Louisville could be a very solid team next season. Uh, if you, I think VJ is going to excel in this system. Uh, this is a very, uh, very good. It's a very good uh, system for offensive players, and I think that uh, with his offensive prowess, I think that VJ could could turn it around. At least I hope he can. Uh, he's got he's definitely got talent on the offensive end, and. I think it would be great to see him do well under Chris Mack, with all the stuff that he's gone through, with all the people that hate on him all the time. Something that I, you know, that I put out there, uh, it was after the, uh, I believe it was after the last game in the NIT. There was a lot of people hating on him again, and uh, I was tired of it, man. I, I've been tired of it all season. This kid committed to Louisville, was a McDonald's All American, could have gone anywhere he wanted to, anywhere in the country could have gone to. The stuff about Contita Powell comes out. Did he leave? No, he signed with Louisville. And the fact that people still hate on this kid and and do all that. I mean, I understand. He doesn't play well all the time. I'm not saying he's a perfect player. I'm not saying any of that stuff. But leave the kid alone. Give the kid some slack. The, kid's, the kid came here to play for Rick Pitino. First season, has its ups and downs. Plays really well against Virginia. Uh Again, like I said, signed under when the Katina Powell stuff had broken, and then the off season happens. You know, he's, ex, you know, we're thinking he's going to have a good season, and then the FBI stuff breaks and Rick Pitino gets fired. I mean, that's a pretty big thing to happen to a player in three years. You sign under a big scandal, you come play, you lose in the second round of the tournament to Michigan, and then the coach that you came there to play for gets fired. And during that whole time, the fans that are supposed to be fans of you are doing nothing but hating on you the whole time. I don't know, man. Get off the kid's back. I mean, it'd be different if, like, he was getting in trouble all the time or, you know, just going out and doing stuff that we heard Chris Jones was doing when he was here or, or somebody like that. Leave the kid alone. The kid is doing nothing wrong. He's playing hard. Y'all can say... He, I don't agree with the people that say he doesn't play hard. And then, you know, there was people that said he didn't play good defense. A lot of the players on this past year's team didn't play good defense. Q didn't play good defense. Dang didn't play good defense. And to be honest with you, the only reason our big guys look so good defensively is because our guards, our guards would get beat so often. If you go back and look at that Virginia game, that VJ King was the reason that we had a lot of that lead. Uh, Kyle Guy was absolutely shut down until about a two or three minute span when VJ was actually tired. I mean, VJ been guarding him the whole game. Uh, if I can remember correctly, I'm pretty sure uh, Kyle Guy went like four of 16 from the field. 
that's pretty good defense, if you ask me. One of the better players in the ACC, and he's shut down by someone that is terrible, terrible at defense. Come on now. What? Hey, we're over. I'm, I'm done talking about last season. I don't know why I even brought that back up, but uh, we uh, we are we do have one more position left open. I do want to because I'm moving back to uh, this season. We do have one position open, and from everything that I'm hearing, it looks like it's going to be Dino Gaudio. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with Dino Gaudio, Dino Gaudio right now is a an analyst for ESPN. Uh, worked for uh has worked for them for a while uh i always love when he does our games i've heard a couple or i've seen a couple people ask you know who's that guy that just commented commentated louisville's game well well, i like the i like that dude uh he seemed to really like louisville because you know when we get dan dockage and dan dockage is hating on everything louisville does you know one of our players breathes it's there's something wrong uh Gaudio was a was an assistant from 2000 to 2001 at Xavier, uh, an assistant from 2001 to 2007 at Wake Forest. So he's already coached with Coach Mack, and then was the head coach at Wake Forest from 2007 to 2010. Um, he has a head coaching record of 129 and 155. So not the greatest coach head coaching record, but guess what? Who cares? He's going to be an assistant. Uh, been out of the game for a while, but just from listening to you know, his stuff on TV, he does always sound like he knows what he's talking about. Uh, whereas some of these guys, it just seems like, oh, well, this guy does this and and this. I mean, Gaudio really goes into detail, gives detailed stuff about, or gives gives details about certain plays, why he liked the play, and why he likes certain players. Where, like I said, some guys on ESPN are just a joke. I like Gaudio. I hope it does end up happening because uh, – like I said, he's always been a pro Louisville guy, and he's always been a guy that on ESPN you feel like when everybody else is hating, he's always like, "I think Louisville's underrated" and stuff like that. So, uh, the last thing, uh, non Louisville related, for those of you that do know me, know that I am a uh, New England Patriots fan. Uh, big trade today for the Patriots. Uh, you know, I had a buddy text me and say, you know, what are y'all doing? Be honest with you, man, I've I've gotten to the I've gotten to the point where I'm finally comfortable with not questioning what the Patriots do. Uh you know, I I've got I got a little upset back in the day when they let go of Moss and stuff, but you know, it looked like it was the right time to do that and I mean who knows, this may be the wrong move. Not every team is perfect. Um but the Patriots did trade Brandon Cooks and a fourth-round pick to the Rams for a first-round pick, which is number 23, and a sixth-round pick. The Rams are absolutely cleaning up. You got Namagasu, uh, you got Brandon Cooks now, you got Aqib Tlaib, and I feel like they got somebody else as well. Man, don't look now, but the Rams could win a Super Bowl. Because now you have Brandon Cooks, you got Todd Gurley, um, you got that defense that's absolutely loaded, man. Like I said, look out for the Rams. I mean, I'm not, I'm not stating something that's not already in the obvious, but look out for the Rams because they, they're definitely gonna make some noise next year, and <laughs> especially with this trade now, because now you give, now you give them another another receiver, man. I don't know, but 
guys, sorry I've been having so much time in between some of these episodes. I'm going to get back to uh, my normal schedule of having two a week. I'll get, I'll start getting them done again for you all because I keep having you. I when you when are you going to do another episode? Blah blah. blah. I'm, I got to get uh, another interview set up here soon because it's been a little bit since I've done an interview as well. So uh, we'll get one of those done and uh, you know keep moving forward and hopefully. Hopefully you guys keep liking and sharing them and everything. I'm going to keep, like I always say, I'm going to keep pumping out these episodes. And uh, we've got an exciting thing that, that could be happening soon as well. But uh, I won't go into that. I'll let that happen and then, you know, share that with you guys. But uh, keep liking and sharing this. Keep checking out my blog. I'm going to start posting on that more often as well. Uh, but... Uh, guys, have a good day. Have a good week. Try to stay dry. It's supposed to be terrible outside. It was raining the whole time I was doing this episode. So uh, have a good one. Have a good week. Go Card.